Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. Hey, I'm Noel Cummings. And I'm Shane Smith, and that was take two. We had to take two. <laughs> we're good, though. We're How's it going, good. everyone? So great. I hope your week weekend was good. This is Monday. This is Monday. This is the happy sode. We're Hell talking yeah. about being happy today. The response to the depressisode. This, but yeah, the antithesis of the depressisode. Yeah, we couldn't just leave you hanging on all that sadness. Exactly. So we're here today to be happy and talk about like, not not like happiness, because happiness is like sexy pasta. Mm-hmm. Happiness is, you know, <laughs> goofy, having a good time. This yeah. is like about the actual, actual happiness. Like what is happiness? How do you attain it? Like state we're, we're talking about like, yeah, the logistics of happiness, yeah. not just trying to be happy. Um, speaking of happiness, you, you know go. what makes me happy? Black Salt Studio. Will and Casey are the best. You can follow them on Instagram at Will underscore XX or Casey underscore Roy underscore tattoos. That's Casey K-A-S-E-Y. There you go. Yeah, and they're at 930 South Main Street in Salt Lake City, and that place is fucking dope. You trying to get all zapped? (laughs) (laughs) Never say that. Never say that. You trying to get tattooed? I know I'm trying to get tattooed all the time, but I'm broke as fuck. I am trying to get tattooed all the time as well, but also... Remember, we're getting our conversation We are. We have to. Um, I'm so fucking about it. Even though I might hit up Casey about doing something else before stop. that. Stop. You've got to stop. I can't. I know. I, I want to get tattooed so badly. Especially anyway, by them. Do you know where I'm going to get tattooed, though? Black Salt Studio, everyone. Hit them up. Tell them we sent you. They're amazing, and we love everything they do. They're just incredible artists. Seriously. And we've shouted them out before, but I just feel like I want to say it again because I'm kind of high from talking about all this happy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Steven... R- Stephen Rose. Yeah, Stephen Rose. Yes. We had a minor malfunction with the microphone here. <laughs> Stephen Rose, you're the fucking man. Thank you so much for making our website. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. And our banner. And our banner. For literally being the best. Yeah, yeah. Unsung hero, Stephen Rose. Mm-hmm. Unsung. But now he's been sung. Now I'll sing it from the rooftops. That boy is sung. <laughs> <laughs> that went weird. Okay. <laughs> oh. Get tattooed by them. Yeah, yeah. They're great. We love them. We're having a weird, we're in a weird spot right now, everyone. Just deal with it. Um, <laughs> You got anything coming up you want to talk about? Um, I mean, not, well... You go. We'll go numerically. So you go first. Numerically, well, so I go first. Yeah, your thing. This your last happens. name starts with a C. My last name starts with an S. God, no, not that way. That's alphabetically. Oh, I thought I tricked you. Number ways this happens before what I'm going to talk okay, about. Okay, so um, I will be hosting for Polly Shore here in Salt Lake City at Wise Guys, uh, February 24th and 25th. They're probably going to sell out. Yeah, he's kind of a big fucking name, and that's kind of a big fucking deal. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you do want to see Polly Shore and you also want to see me, uh, come hang out at Wise Guys, uh, February 24th to 25th. You can get tickets at wiseguyscomedy.com. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also, mm-hmm. if you're wondering, March 8th through the 11th is going to be the Golden Spike Comedy and Podcast Festival here in Salt Lake City. 
being presented also by the local comedy club Wise Guys. And on the 8th, March 8th, at uh, I'm going to be doing Dungeons & Comedy, which is a comedy show where we play Dungeons & Dragons. We're going to have some great talent from out of town. I know for sure Barbara Gray is going to be there. She's a super awesome comic from L.A. Uh, my friend Nicholas Smith and Aaron Orlovitz are going to be playing. I'll be Dungeon Mastering. It's going to be a ton of fun. It's, at March, it's on March 8th. And I don't know the exact time off the top of my head, but you can find all the information on Facebook. Um, that'll be awesome. Also, mm-hmm. Freaky Geeks will be at Golden Spike Comedy Festival. We're just not sure what day yet, but March 8th to the 11th is when it is. So if you want to see us do our live show, please keep that in mind and we'll keep you guys updated because we'll be doing a live show. And it's going to be great. It's going to be so awesome. Yeah, we yeah. have, and this fucking, um, the comedy festival is no fucking joke. Yeah. There's uh, some heavy fucking hitters. TJ Miller. Uh, among a bunch of others, Margaret, Margaret Cho. Cho. So it's going to be great. It's going to be a really good time. Yeah. The, when I saw TJ Miller on Facebook coming to it, I was like, and then when Shane was like, oh yeah, we're going to be doing that, I shit my pants a little bit. Yeah. Adam Ray is going to be there. Ben Washburn, Brad Williams. Uh, let's see. Who else is a famous person? I don't even know. There's lots of people. So it's going to be great. Literally, what did they say? Over. It says on their banner. Jason Muse. Jason Muse. Fuck us for forgetting that. Jay's going to be there. Jay Whitaker. Jimmy Pardo. Yeah, it's going to be a really good time. I'm super stoked about it. Yeah. Oh, look who's that loser. If you go to the website, you can see Shane's bio and picture. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm such a douche. What is it? GoldenSpikeComedyFest.com. Yeah, GoldenSpikeComedyFest.com. My headshot is better than it was. My old headshot was terrible. It just looked like a rotting sack of potatoes. Wait a second. Can I read that bio right now? No. <laughs> I read it. It says, former gang member Shane Smith. You can't. You're you're not allowed. And so uh, we've got that going on. Um, Which is a big deal, you guys. Holy shit, we're going to have a live show. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, And we don't really know what we're going to do for the live show yet. But we know it's going to be lots of fun and it's going to be interactive. Hell yeah. That's the number one thing. We want to hang out and talk to people. So Uh, now tell us about what we're up to. Yes, the next thing happening is March 17th and 18th, which is Salt Lake Comic Con Fan X, which we will be at. We don't know the details yet of what we are doing, but guess what? If you want to fucking see us there as the podcast and not just individual weirdos dressed up as weird things, let them know. They don't give a fuck what we say. They give a fuck what you say. Hit them up on Twitter, on Facebook, whatever. Let them know that you want us there. True. Also, go let DragCon know. Yo, my (laughs) God. You guys, RuPaul's DragCon. Mm -hmm. It is going to fucking happen for us. Yeah, we want to go real bad. And so we want to be invited, though. We We, do. We want to go just to experience, but we also want to be invited. So that's the thing we're going to do. But yeah, please let FanX know. Also... If you could, please review us. If you've never reviewed us, go to your podcast link on your iPhone or your iTunes. Click search. Look up Freaky Geeks. Click on us. There's going to be three little tabs. Go to the review tab and then push write a review. Leave us five stars or we will cry. Mm-hmm. You don't review us. If you're going to give us a bad review, then why even take the time? You know? Yeah. Just what don't. are you doing with your life? 
Give us five <laughs> stars. Tell us how we changed your life. That makes us really happy. Yeah, it does. It rules so much. I Every time I... <laughs> Shane doesn't do it. I have to re-listen to all of our episodes, which kills me to hear my own voice. Yeah, I hate myself, so I can't. I can't, but I do it for the content. <laughs> so whenever I do it to make myself not so sad, I read what you all write about us. Oh, yeah. Which is like poetry. Yeah, every time I hear my own voice, I think, well, I'm a dumb asshole. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm like, Jesus, no one told me that I sounded like an 80-year-old Jewish man from New York. I'm upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I read all the beautiful shit you guys write about us. It's so funny that like whenever people leave reviews, they go above and beyond. So yeah. thank you to everyone who has done it and everyone who hasn't done it. Fuck you waiting for an invitation. If so, here it is. Yeah. Also, one more thing. Thank you so much to everyone who wrote me or told either of us about our last episode being good. It was an episode we put a lot of work into. Yeah. And we worried it wouldn't go well and we want to do more of it. So Yeah, people fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People really liked it. So thank you so much. I read an entire book for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did research, yeah. which is insane. Um, it I didn't get graded for it, which is usually why I do research. People were like, you guys should do a history podcast. And I was like, go fuck yourself. Just yeah, listen yeah. to this. Just listen <laughs> to this one. We'll do more history episodes, but thank you so much for like being positive. So many, we're getting more and more people talking to us, which is what we want. We love feedback. It's, you know, I love Shane, but I like hearing what you guys have to say as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no one wants to hear me. Um, <laughs> so is that it? I think that's it. Fan X. We'll both be at Fan X as individuals, but we'd really like to go as a podcast. We so would really. Tweet at them, email them. Mm -hmm. Don't tweet them like dicks and stuff, though. Don't. Just to be clear. <laughs> don't. I know like we that sounds like something we would want you to do, but don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be nice. Okay. So nice. Yeah. So uh, you guys get ready. We're going to talk about happiness, what it means, what it is, how to get it, how not to have it. And uh, I hope that this episode inspires you to be a little more geeky and a little more freaky. Hell yeah. Yeah. And hey, be happy. And be happy. Be happy, everyone. Enjoy yourselves. Hail fucking Satan. You know what people liked last time? What? May Satan bless you. May Satan bless you. <laughs> Satan bless y'all. Satan bless all of you. That's the name of the game. It's enjoying. You really already enjoy what you do in life. If you do, then you'll do a good job. Mm. And I certainly enjoy what I'm doing. I spend half my life doing somebody else's thing. Painting should make you happy. It does nothing else. It should make you happy. And if it doesn't make you happy, you're doing the wrong thing. Right now, he's telling me. I just can't understand it. <laughs> Fuck, man. I am not a cat person. I'm sorry. Your cats are cool because they're not assholes, but I don't like cats. The one is an asshole. What one? Eastwood. No, he he's like nice. gets on top of you and cl and like digs his claws into you. But he's you. trying to like cuddle in a weird cat way. No, that's just he's just a, a rapist. Uh, what? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like claws you. He just gets into you. But he's like kneading like dough. But you don't want him there. You try to move him and then he'll like force his way back on. Because he you. just wants love. It's fine. He's so not do scratching fat boys. <laughs> oh, God, no. No, dog, I just want love. <laughs> oh, no. I don't, I don't know why. That, I don't know what voice that was. That was but a brat boy, apparently. Was it? I guess.
No, it's terrible. He claws me. Like, if you let him in the room at night or whatever, he'll, like, lay on your chest and just, like, dig all his claws oh, into you. That's a problem. And you're just like, no. Or you'll move. He'll be sitting in your lap while you're playing games or whatever, and you'll move, and he'll just, like, get Yeah, in there. he's latched onto my, my legs, and it's not yeah. fun. But he's still so sweet. Most cats I meet, like, hiss at me and snarl and scratch or you pet them and then they scratch and i'm just like fine then i don't fucking need your shit what circumstances are you meeting these cats under <laughs> normal are your what is normal for you noel <laughs> you're like i'm just, I'm just like, breaking into this stranger's <laughs> home <laughs> no way i'm just like sitting on their couch i'm like oh you have cats like yeah it's so nice and i'm like here kitty it's like that's <laughs> because they know they can see my cats are <laughs> they're just used to like deviancy and perversion and all the <laughs> fucked up shit that happens here they I see guess. you and they're like oh look a person who's more normal than my owner <laughs> that's fair i get it now i get it yeah my cats have seen some some shit yeah they've seen it do you all leave, do you let your animals in the bedroom while you're having sex i mean when i have sex it just happens all over the place you don't like so they're there I guess that's the difference between you and I. Your animals are all pocket-sized. Yeah. My animals take up the space of a human. Yeah, when you have a big dog, it's like, get the fuck out of it. Like, it's quickly becoming a threesome. Like, it's too <laughs> yeah. many. You're, like, physically a presence in the <laughs> yeah. room. You got to get them out. And three of them, too. And, like, Apollo's head is the exact, like, under his chin is the exact height of our bed. So he could just slide up and rest his head and just stare at you. So creepy. That's how I wake up. I've I've been doing it and looked over and the dog is literally just sitting there like waiting for for it to be over so he can like jump on the bed or Aww, whatever. I'm surprised he doesn't like, cry. Why are you watching, he does. Watching sometimes. Erica get beat. Well, if it gets when it gets if it gets um if it what do I want to say here? If it gets extracurricular, you know, sure. if it gets like weirder than normal, I've, sometimes the animals are like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> they're just screaming and crying. And yeah, you're yeah, like, they're oh, not into out now yeah the dog has cried before because he thought she was being hurt murdered i or whatever. bet yeah i fucking i'm surprised it's not a regular occurrence that's why i thought you had to like if your animals aren't worried for your health during sex are you even doing it right guess not yeah baby gate them out that's what i do <laughs> <laughs> baby gate them out mm-hmm. oh my god yep. we need i don't know the baby gates don't stop cats yeah they're agile i don't know peanuts old he's fat too he still jumps he gave me this look damn that cat <laughs> yeah, fucking hates side us eye. holy shit oh noel we're here <laughs> hello we're talking about um not animals <laughs> not animals we're talking about happiness animals are attached to happiness that is very true so today's episode is the happisode happy which is the, the happy sode happisode no, the happening no, hap- sode i don't like that part no happy sode happy sode yeah and we're uh basically this is the show to it's in it's the answer to the depressive sode we talked about being yeah. sad we wanted to talk about being happy yeah we aren't always sad all the time no i think i'm more happy than sad mm-hmm and I think I'm more positive even when I'm sad than so I think I spend most of my time being positive rather than negative. Yeah, for sure, I agree. Um, 
But uh, so this episode, I think it directly correlates to everything our podcast is about, because if you're happy, that means you're probably indulging in your most freakiness and your most geekiness. Yeah. Indulging. Great word. Indulging. For sure. Indulging well, in everything. Everyone I know that's unhappy or genuinely sad, either one has no passion mm-hmm. or two has passion that they're afraid to express. Yes. Either because it's really nerdy or they think it's not legitimate mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I always like to explain it because I I'll be the fr- I always try to stay positive, but I'll be the first to like shit talk someone that I don't think is um that I think is lame. Yeah. You know, or I'll be like, "Oh, you don't spend or I'll, I'll I'll judge people for how they spend their time." Mm-hmm. But not because I think there's any wrong way to spend your time. Yeah. But because let's say hypothetically, there's a person who loves anime mm-hmm. and they're passionate about anime, the weirdest animes, like the weirdest Japanese cartoons. And that's all they do with their time. Okay. They spend 100% of their time watching anime, looking for more anime, daydreaming about anime, reading manga, like buying books about new anime. Like they're all about anime they're passionate about it, like consumes their life in these fictions, mm-hmm. make their life better. That's one way to be into anime. And I think that's a correct way, but you could also just have it on Netflix and play on your phone and, and just pass the time, but not be passionate about it. Yeah. So you're both watching anime. You're both doing the exact same thing, but one of you is actually getting something out of it. And the other person is just kind of like waiting to die. Yeah. So yeah, sure. Yeah. It's, you get what I mean? So they're like, I don't ever think there's a wrong way to spend your time, mm-hmm. but I think th- that there is a difference between truly loving something or being passionate about the way you spend your time yeah. and about like, oh, how can I just not be bored and kill time until I eventually die? As a I'm I am taken back that you chose anime as <laughs> I don't know why I thought of it. <laughs> the fucking example, but no, for sure I know exactly what you mean. So when people are like ashamed of things they're interested in or like don't want to like be way into it because they think it's not valid, mm-hmm. you're like, no man, it's way valid. Maybe a lot of people are into it and don't use it the right way. Yeah. Or like, like I just said anime because you'd be like weird. It, you might be weird to tell someone like, oh, I, I watch hundreds of hours of anime. It's what yeah. I'm about. And they'd be like, I watch anime too, but I'm not a creep. And you'd yeah. be like, well, no, you mm. watch anime, but you're just wasting your time. Yeah, that's you know? true. It's just like, uh, you know, I, I don't know. There's just, you're getting something, you're getting something more out of it because you want more out of it. You're letting yourself be a part of it. Whereas other people aren't. I could see that even like uh, for a closeted drag queen. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could see that. You know what that's like. <laughs> You're one of those. You I, have so much fun dressing up, but you just do mm-hmm. it alone and tell nobody. And because you're afraid of what people are going to say, so you never pursue your passion or potential career options. Totally. I could see Looking that. Looking at you, Shane. But then <laughs> maybe eventually you would act on that and then you you would start living your best life as a queen that would be great what's your drag queen name maxi nagahide maxi p nagahide what's the p for pad maxi pad (laughs) yeah Yeah. god damn it i'm glad you're pursuing your career in drag comedy thank you it's about fucking time it's it was a lot of fun (laughs) i'm not too bad at it no i'm I'm excited to uh, it to I don't know. I'm just, I'll do anything if it's fun. Yeah. You know? That's a fucking beautiful philosophy to live by. You're not concerned about what people, 
have to say about you and drag. I'm not concerned that people think I'm you and drag. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> we're just out here living our lives. What you know what? It's funny because if people legitimately were like, Whoa, you look just like Noel and some people were, not a lot of people. A lot, no, too many. <laughs> too many too many. So that either either you're ugly or I'm pretty. I, One of those I two think things. It's a solid mix. <laughs> I think the jury's out. For those of you who listen to the podcast and don't know, I um recently dressed in drag and spent a night doing comedy and drag. And I plan on doing it some more. Yeah. I have an alter ego as a drag queen. Mm-hmm. It's great. I mm-hmm. love it. I think it's lots of fun. I don't know any other straight drag queens, but like, why not, right? They've got to exist. No, I mean, Eddie Izzard wasn't a queen, but he, you know, he, was he liked like, dresses and makeup and he yeah. did comedy. Yeah. Anyway, it was a lot of fun and I wore a wig that looked a lot like Noelle's hair <laughs> and I went with like a kind of a more uh, like a heavy metal punk rock type yeah. look. Yeah. That maybe Noel would even wear. Probably, for sure. It's yeah. an outfit I would rock. Absolutely. And it was, it was different. Minus the Barbie necklace. Yeah. he. I, I just Someone threw that on me last oh. second, and I just thought it was funny. Okay. So I just kept it's it really on. really fucked up your aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I was great. I was proud of you. It was like the sister I never had. Mm-hmm. It was good. I was so sassy. I just channeled that sass. I don't Hell know what yeah. happened. I'm so glad you did too. Cause I bet there's so many other people who would love doing it, but just, you know, they're, yeah. I don't know this, the stigma, not even because I think drag queens are more loved than most people on earth. I don't know. I don't know what it would. I mean, like I did get negative. All the negative feedback I got was from women. Because I didn't have a single man say anything jealous, negative to me. The jealous, maybe the jealous of it. What? I, what? I, tell me an example. Um, there was a girl who's not happy, but still who me. messaged me and was like, "What? What are you doing? Why are you doing this?" And she was like being serious, like she wasn't stoked. Oh, she was like, "Well, you think you think this is f- like? Why are you you dressing like this? Be a man." And I was like, "Well, I'm um, fucking fabulous." So. Yeah. God, people who can't have a good time. I know. Bum me out. They make me not happy. People who have good times make me happy. (laughs) So anyway, I think the key to happiness is to not be ashamed of what you like and to go at it full force. Mm -hmm. No matter how weird what you like is. Like, are you into bugs? Go like etymology. Is that what the study of bugs is? I don't fucking know. (laughs) That's like, that sounds like a surgery. I don't know. You know what? We're not perfect. No, we are We are far (laughs) Far from it. Far from it. If you expect us to come with facts, Mm -hmm. you're, you're at the wrong fucking place. But I always, I've just known so many people who are really into something, but they like almost withhold themselves from it because they feel like it's not worth their time Mm -hmm. or they're embarrassed or because they feel like they don't deserve to do it, you know? Absolutely. Or they think there are better ways to spend their time there is no better way what the fuck are you gonna do go to work yeah there's no better way to spend your time than doing what makes you happy Mm -hmm. work less do what you like to do more that's so fucking true oh my god i you know every you always hear that right you always hear that growing up like you're gonna regret working this much yeah you know what i mean you should live your life you know live your life do what you want to do and you're always like yeah yeah sure sure whatever but i still got bills to pay if you want something hard enough you will figure it out you know what i mean yeah like i still figure out how to work 40 hours a week and yet if we want to go to vegas for the porn convention 
I will make it fucking work. Exactly. You know, if I want to go to a convention, so if I want to go to like Salt Lake Comic Con and I still have to go to school and I still have to go to work, I fucking pull magic out of a hat and make it happen because it's something that I'm passionate about and something that brings me happiness. Even if that means the week beforehand, I'm stressing the fuck out, working 12 hours every day just knowing that I get to do what I'm passionate about later makes it all fucking worth it. Yeah. There's no excuse. Yeah. There's, I mean, well, people will make them, but yeah. Yeah. But then fuck them. Um, yeah, it's tough. I don't know. It's, it's definitely. And then, you know, there's of course like the inane stuff. Like I said, like people who don't think things are worth doing and they like punish themselves because they're, they're into something they think is, weird like asmr or whatever i love it if you're into if you're way into asmr then get way into it you know yeah i mean if i had the voice i would make my own videos but i don't really no one wants to hear this fucking nasal factory whisper to them in the night you might corner a market you might be the only nasally girl out there there's plenty and it's cringy (laughs) oh no have you ever like seen an asmr video that like is not popular and it's bad yeah oh no oh my god oh my god it's this guy who does like asmr boyfriend role play oh <gasps> welcome to cringe city fucking population <laughs> this guy oh my god <laughs> it is the worst video i fell down a fucking black hole of asmr videos and found it and i oh man it made my fucking skin crawl but He's doing what he loves, even if that's to the audience of one person. Yeah, for real, though, if he is having fun, like <laughs> it's it's funny because you do something you he's doing what he likes. And like, yeah, let's say objectively, we think he's bad at it and we don't like it. <laughs> yeah. But like us making fun of it brings us joy. <laughs> and then obviously I'm not a monster person, so we're not going to like call, say his name or go find him or tell him we think it's bad. So he gets to be happy. The people who like him gets to be happy. And then because we don't like him, we get to be yeah. happy. Everyone wins. That's why you should always put yourself out there. Because even if someone doesn't like what you do, if they're not a shitty person, then it'll probably still bring them some measure of joy. Yeah, they'll still show their friends and it'll bring a good laugh. Yeah, yeah. And who knows? Maybe I would be way into that guy. Yeah. I don't think I would be. You won't. I don't like the ASMR role plays. They freak me out. Just make noises. I don't want to hear you tell me like that you love me or whatever. Ugh. But you know, there's so. Oh, that's a whole nother fucking thing. I yeah, can just there's. Imagine. You know, there's a guy with headphones on, holding tightly to, <laughs> like holding an anime. Yeah, his body waifu pillow fucking body pillow. Ooh. Yeah. Oh God. Okay, but you know what? He loves it. Yeah, no. He's following good, his fucking like, passions. We think that's weird, but good for him. Yeah, he probably thinks shit we do is weird. Yeah. We're all just out here trying to have a good time. Exactly. That's the whole point. Is that like it's fine? It's fine to think other people are weird. But it, it's also okay to be weird. Absolutely. You know? I'm weird as fuck. I'm super weird. You're way weird. What's the weirdest thing that makes you happy that is an ASMR? It's <laughs> like for sure ASMR. Oh, man. I don't. I love popping pimples on people. That's fucked up, dog. What? You don't love that? No. Oh, my God. I love it. Like, not. <laughs> That's so bad. No, it's like. I'll just attack Tyler constantly. Ugh. Yeah. I think I should have been an esthetician. I mean, it's not too late. It's never too late. I That's true. Hey, there you fucking go. But like, I was always like, 
I could totally be a person who gives like facials like that and just goes in there with, I have tools. I have a toolkit for popping pimples. Like it's specifically made for extracting pimples. No. And I was like, I feel like a surgeon. Is that weird? That's weird. Yeah, but for sure. I love it. You're a creep. <laughs> You're a fucking creep. Yeah, for if real. you ever have a serious pimple, holler at me. I've got a whole entire set of stainless steel pimple popping tools. Uh, I hate it. That's so gross. It's my second passion. <laughs> no. no, it's just, it's weird. I love it. It's a weird little thing. I feel like I'm a surgeon. Gives me a little bit of joy for one moment. <laughs> Oh, you man. can't get behind. <laughs> you know what? It'll be like ASMR. You think it's bad until you do it. You get gloves. You put a thing over your face. You get your tools, and you're like performing surgery. Okay, that's like the first. That's like what she loved to perform mock surgeries before the killing started. <laughs> Noel was <laughs> a functioning uh, member of society, working forty hours a week, pursuing oh her studies. Yeah. My God, for sure. That's probably in. They'll say a lot of stuff in my bio when I kill someone. They'll be like, "Loved listening to strangers whisper to her online and <laughs> fake <laughs> surgeries." <laughs> for sure, I'm a serial killer. Absolutely. Yeah. You could spin it anyway, but having a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's another thing to like. If your good time hurts other people, don't. <laughs> yeah, you're incorrect at that Don't, point. That is a huge no. disclaimer because a lot of what we say is just like live your truth, be yourself. It'll, some people are going to think you're weird, including us. But fuck us, mm-hmm. we're the worst. Yeah, but like it There's doesn't just, like, matter. Some guy in his basement, like with just people chained up. Yeah, and he's like, I can be myself. Thanks, Shane <laughs> and Noel, and just validating his fucking serial killing. No. Uh, yeah. Don't hurt other don't people. Don't do that's, that. That's when you're incorrect. Because that's just, you know, but common even, sense. But even that fucking shit, man. There you go. That's less weird than popping pimples. I'm obsessed with true crime. I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed to it. Not in the fucking G-rated way. As in, like, I need to know exact details on how people died. Like, I look up crime scene photos. I, like, I it's a passion. It's a fucking passion of mine. I flip through my encyclopedia of serial killers randomly and then we'll like research that person like on my phone like i need to know every aspect about it that's weird but guess what i fucking love it and i find other people who love it too i surround myself with other people who are way fucking into it too yeah and then we could all just like bounce off of each other i play board games by myself but do you love it? Yeah. <laughs> it's super weird. It is, it's you know. Straight up fucking dork city. Hardcore. Do you talk to yourself? No. Don't lie to me. <laughs> I really don't. I list I listen to books on tape or I um or I listen to podcasts and I play board games alone against myself. You know, they they say your <laughs> your toughest opponent is yourself. <laughs> 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 so i win sure. half the time so i fucking bet <laughs> if you weren't 
we need to speak to someone <laughs> Dad about jokes, it for real <laughs> um yeah i mean some games are actually designed to play against yourself like they have like a solitaire variant but like i i play games that you have no business playing by yourself yeah by yourself. you're supposed to have a whole army of people yeah, and yeah you're, you're supposed like, to have like, okay shane number one shane number two is gonna <laughs> charge the platoon first no for real that's me and i'm just like <laughs> yeah i'm 40 year old virgin style oh just God. like a hardcore 40 year old virgin style uh, <laughs> you know what i'm trying so hard not to judge you i'm trying so fucking hard but i know that you love it so much i do it's really fun if you drive by a game store with shane he's like pull the fucking car over yeah i just want to go in and see what's going on yeah just like how you would not you how i would be if i walked into a comic book store mm-hmm. i'm just like flipping through what's catching my eye you do the same with games and little action figures yeah yeah i loved i liked um models and games there you go models yeah I'm a he, huge he got triggered by me saying yeah, action figures yeah, get it together <laughs> um so like as far as happiness goes what uh when you're let's say first let's like define happiness i think we've kind of done that a little bit talking we just like got into it and started yeah, talking about it right away but like it. happiness is to me happiness isn't necessarily being like overly joyous mm-hmm. you know like you that feeling when you're a kid and you're going to disneyland and like it's just like this 100 percent pure thing where you're like fuck yes nothing's wrong everything is great like that's yeah. not happiness happiness is like I think I've talked about this before on the podcast is kind of how I feel in my regular life where, you know, when someone breaks up with you and you're very, very sad. Yeah. And even when you're with your friends and they're making you happy and you're laughing on the inside, you have this underlying current of sadness that's there yeah. and you feel it even though you're laughing and having a good time mm-hmm. and it permeates your life and you're like, fuck, I'm so sad. Even when you're happy, mm-hmm. I think happiness is the reverse where even if you're sad in that moment, like let's say you're watching uh, a movie that makes you cry mm-hmm. but you love that movie even though it makes you cry mm-hmm. on the outside you're sad but underneath that sadness is the underlying current of happiness yeah and so happiness isn't what you're projecting happiness is like how you genuinely feel at your core mm-hmm. and so maintaining that happiness as opposed to being depressed yeah or whatever or i mean sometimes you can't maintain it sometimes you're depressed and there's nothing you can do but happiness is that underlying current of happiness yeah you know and so not all happiness manifests itself immediately Mm -mm. a lot of people really enjoy things that fucking suck in the moment like working out for instance yeah that's like type two fun where it's hard, but you're enjoying it. You'll love the results. Exactly. The end game. It's kind of fun, and the end game is good. And then there's type three fun, which is you don't like doing it. It sucks. Like, let's say climbing Mount Everest yeah. or um, doing 200 burpees as fast as you can mm-hmm. or you know, um, something terrible, like the worst cosplay you've ever done in one night Mm -hmm. where you have to go as fast as you can. And you're like, literally, (laughs) where you're literally miserable. But then afterwards you're like, I am so glad I did that. Yeah. That is happiness too. Mm -hmm. Even though in that moment you hate it, but you know, there's a reward. So, um, happiness isn't as cut and dry as like what I'm doing now makes me. Yeah. I feel like, I know that I'm happy or in a happy spot. Even recently, I know that I'm actually happy and not in a weird depression because like 
despite how shitty everything is around me or how shitty my life has been like no matter what gets piled on me i'm still like the happiest i've ever been yeah you know what i mean like i was diagnosed with a weird disease Mm -hmm. but it didn't stop me from having a good time totally you know what i mean like it doesn't matter what life throws at me because like i'm still surrounded by people i love who make me laugh constantly and i'm still doing what i want no matter what yeah still out cosplay night the podcast what the fuck ever i'm always doing what i want and it's so what so do you, it's fine so happiness is you know is is more than just joy mm-hmm. happiness is like an underlying current it's something it's the knowledge that you're going to have a reward it's the knowledge that you're enjoying yourself Mm -hmm. or doing something that's going to pay off how do you maintain happiness or how do you like live your happiest life fuck maintain it i never i just do me yeah like when i wasn't happy when i was surrounded by people who were holding me back and people who like if i ever brought up an idea they would shut it down yeah or like if i ever was like i want to do this they're like don't do that what's the point of that you're not going to go anywhere with that like i felt that my passions were an inconvenience and dumb and irrelevant and i was unhappy then yeah and if like just pro tip out there if you're passionate about something it's literally no matter what it is it's not inconvenient and it's not irrelevant Mm -hmm. that's your passion you deserve to do it yeah if it doesn't matter if you're like a dude who's way into looking at people's feet or if you want (laughs) to like collect action figures yeah or feet are gross but like you know do it though (laughs) or if you 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 need to collect all the lizards in the world like whatever you're into Mm -hmm. like yeah you're gonna die underneath a mountain of lizards but you'll (laughs) die happy (laughs) yeah they will you'll (laughs) be so happy until then (laughs) so like live your you know there's it's never inconvenient i always think that like living my happiest life has to do with like making an effort and like sort of not prioritizing definitely prioritizing things that make me happy but prioritize always being mindful of mm-hmm. how i feel so like as soon as you lose track of how you feel and you start concentrating on how other people feel oh yeah then you'll lose then that's when the depression I'll, I'll get sad not in a clinical way clinical depression there's nothing i can do about it. it just happens to me right yeah but like just genuinely being sad that's something you can avoid by always being mindful being happy is a choice mm-hmm. when something bad happens to me i get in that moment you get to choose how you react to that thing yeah i don't take myself very seriously i like to make jokes when bad things happen mm-hmm. and that's like it's not a coping mechanism I am dealing with my problems. I'm just not being sad as I deal with them. Yeah. That's another thing people get confused. I have a hard time being sad when really bad things happen to me. And people are like, you're not taking it seriously. A couple of years ago, I was diagnosed with uh, testicular cancer. A lot of people don't know that. I didn't tell anyone mm-hmm. at the time because I wanted to make sure everything was fine. And I was making jokes about it like literally the second I was diagnosed, mm-hmm. you know, 
I was laughing about how my doctor was out. And so a female doctor was like grabbing up on my balls. <laughs> the way she told me, she was like, oh yeah, you're, you're full. You have testicular cancer. And then she immediately started talking about how I could like have kids and stuff. And I was like, hold up. Like my balls are full of cancer lady. Like we gotta, <laughs> and so like, one step at a time, you know? And I remember when I told my dad, he was really bummed out. And, uh, and, but it was just like, I was just like, yeah, it happened. And there's nothing I can do do to control it so mm-hmm. i'm just gonna like continue to be happy yeah it's just a waste not to be and uh people were like oh you're not taking it seriously enough mm-hmm. it's like it's not funny and i was like no it's not funny mm-hmm. till i make it funny that's yeah. the point yeah you know and so um i i don't know i just think so whenever you're unhappy you need to stop and be like am i choosing this mm-hmm. you know and you're like Yes, you have excuses. Things are happening to you that suck. Yeah. But are you choosing to be unhappy? You could laugh it off. You could move on. You could think about it differently. You could try not to think about it at all. Like there's a million ways to handle something, mm-hmm. you know. Also, a lot of people tend to just focus on things they uh this is a major point. Uh, you, you take that i'll tell you this and then tell me what you think i okay. think the majority of unhappy people i know define themselves based on everything they dislike and talk about everything they dislike and talk about everything they hate mm-hmm. and base their lives around actively hating things and not liking things oh absolutely yeah oh for fucking sure or like a version of that that i think everyone deals with is like you'll have you know they'll the, a week in their shoes would be like six days of awesome, one day of shit. But yet that one day of shit is all that they talk about, all that they fucking revel in. That's all that they're going to post about. It's just that one bad time. Yeah. Or you hang out with people and you're um, they're talking about the movies they don't like. Not the movies they do like. Just talking shit always. Or the comic books that disappointed them and not the comic books that made them happy. Yeah. And you're just like, you're, you don't, you think you're like venting, but really you're like feeding this monster that just Mm -hmm. like defines you as a person instead of being happy. It's like they put on lenses every morning that are just like find the negative. And I think, think that that's like a huge, it's like an entitlement. Mm -hmm. You don't deserve to like anything anyone else or like nothing anyone makes is for you Mm -hmm. you know you don't get to think that the new comic the new like wonder woman is for you if you don't like it that's not on that's not on them that's on you yeah no for sure maybe it wasn't for you maybe you're not the target and you don't deserve to be that person yeah you know why don't you go read something you do like yeah so when you concentrate on the negative it's like you're mad that it wasn't what you like well you're not entitled to like it yeah you know it's not it's not everything is for you Mm-hmm. fuck off yeah. you know and so when you're negative all the time it's basically you saying everything everywhere should be made the way i like it because i'm better yeah and then that's you know when i hear people saying that i'm just like oh so you're a giant fuck face idiot <laughs> you know yeah absolutely there's too many of them around I'm fuck just, that's everyone yeah for real and you're just like oh i didn't like the new avengers movie or whatever and i'm like 
okay, you know, let's have a normal conversation. But then they'd keep talking and you're like, dude, it wasn't for you apparently. Yeah. It's not every movie's for mm. you. Yeah. Go away. Fucking seven-year-old Tommy just heard you shitting all over it. Now he's bummed out. Yeah, exactly. It was for him. Especially <laughs> when people try to convince others they're right about their negativity. Oh, man. What's, what's better, to enjoy something or not to enjoy something? To enjoy something always. Yeah, exactly exactly so oh my god or like i picture like you go with a group of friends to lagoon and there's one fucking guy who hates roller coasters he hates everything he hates the whole entire experience on the way back home everyone's in the car talking about how fucking awesome it was yeah and this guy's just arms folded like shit talking everyone about how dumb it is oh it's it's small it's dumb it stinks too many kids the rides suck they're all janky blah blah like bro fucking chill out let's have a good time yeah yeah we found a way to enjoy it yeah seriously you know it's so funny because that negative person everything they say could be valid the rides could be janky there could be too many kids it could have been cold it could have been like not a good time Mm -hmm. but if everyone still found a way to enjoy it because happiness is a choice Mm -hmm. so yeah you were right but we still had fun so what does that make you yeah that makes you a fucking asshole wasn't that like the fucking moral of life no totally like you're gonna get shit on constantly life is not pro you no it is not it's out to get you it is literally out to get you and we as humans are designed to make a choice every day that we're going to be okay. Yeah. And we're going to find what makes us happy. We're going to surround ourselves with happy people. We're going to find passion in the mundane. Yeah. And we're going to be fine. Like that's the fucking goal. The goal isn't like be a perfect person who shows up on time every day, works six days a week, five days a week and like dies. Yeah. No one is entitled to happiness. Mm-mm. Sadness is the default. Absolutely. You know, for sure, it's the default. You're not entitled to be happy. You got to work for it. Yeah. You know, you got to earn it. Yep. And it's and it, funny, the barrier to entry to earn it isn't even that high. It's no. all a matter of changing your perspective. Exactly. It's so, all about perspective. It's about perspective. And then after perspective, it's about action. Mm-hmm. So you change your perspective. Okay, now the mon- now the mundane can be more fun. You know, and I'll just not complain and I'll just try to find the best in everything I'm doing. Next step is to be like, okay, what actively makes me happy? What gives my life purpose? And that's when you start doing things like chasing your passions. Yeah. Then when you're passionate about something and your perspective is positive, now you're like in a really good spot, Mm -hmm. you know? And then when you're at work, you're like, oh, I hate work, but work is helping me pay for and feed my passion. Yeah. Now you have your perspective change has made your work better. You yeah. Know? Now you're viewing your money differently mm-hmm. because your money is fueling your passion. Yep. And now you're viewing like the way you spend your time differently. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and that like affects everything from your relationships to your romantic relationships. Yeah. So many people need to do that and they do not change their perspective. And yeah, it's yeah. not even like, it's not denying sadness totally it's acknowledging it but also acknowledging that being happy means more yeah totally. you know what i mean or being happy into i can't tell you like how fun it is to just like when you're at walmart to just be shit talking all the sad (laughs) stuff you see you know (laughs) yeah yeah for sure i know exactly what you mean (laughs) so like i mean you just need to uh i think one big thing is people take themselves too seriously don't yeah man (laughs) nothing you do is cool you are not a cool person 
None of us are cool. No. We're all weirdos. We're all fucking weird. So don't take yourself seriously. You got to laugh everything off. Mm-hmm. You know, a big, uh, a lot of times what I do is if something really embarrassing or terrible is happening to me, I have to stop for one second and be like, okay, you're uncomfortable and you're not having a good time. But remember, this is going to be funny later. This is going to be a good story <laughs> yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, okay, 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 that's right. This is going to be good later. And then I just like, l- then I'm kind of almost watching the situation unfold from the outside in. Yeah. You know, when I uh, asked for my check at Denny's and I accidentally let out the loudest fart possible, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's uncomfortable for everyone. And I'm like, okay, in this moment, I want to retract into my yeah. own body and disappear. I want to dissipate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it will be funny later. So oh, I'll just absolutely. start laughing now yeah i feel like i don't even get embarrassed anymore because i know that it's just gonna be a good story to tell later on totally i get embarrassed later i'll be embarrassed like three days later i think that there's a difference between cringing and embarrassment <laughs> this is what i do i'll literally so the crit when i get secondhand cringe from other people oh, uh, every fucking day so i'll see like you know whoever doing something and i'll be like oh i can't handle it it's so bad <laughs> but i won't realize that i'm doing anything cringy what i'll be doing is i'll be like running and all my headphones in or i'll be walking to 7-eleven to get a soda listening to music my mom business walking along and all of a sudden out of nowhere the embarrassing or cringy thing will i'll realize that i did it <laughs> yeah. and then i'll just be screaming on the street <laughs> like no and then i'll be so embarrassed for myself and then people will see me reacting yeah. to myself and then i'll be embarrassed twice over do you ever have like <laughs> this is so off topic but still perfect like out of nowhere a cringe memory from like five years ago oh, yeah, will you, just invade your brain i just gotta scream it out yeah. <laughs> i'm literally oh i've God. literally been like smacking myself in the face like yeah autism style yeah so mad at myself like in the grocery store and someone's looking like what the fuck and i'm just like sorry i remember the time i lied and said i had i had been to a volcano when i was in fifth grade <laughs> and, the, and the girl i had a crush on totally knew i had never been to a <laughs> volcano and i'm just now realizing she knew i was lying <laughs> and i'm embarrassed for myself you know oh my god every day i'll get hit with that like why was i such a cringe factory at 10 years old yeah oh man i remember once this is a random one i thought of like two days ago hell yeah i was like what was i doing i was cooking or something and i was like no (laughs) like i just remembered it i remember telling my dad that i did a wheelie off my house with a motorcycle (laughs) i was like 12 and he's like okay and then i was like you know what it was like a two-story house actually i did a wheelie up a two-side like grew the house and my dad just (laughs) let me get away with saying it (laughs) and i remembered it i was like that motherfucker just let me say that shitty it's so embarrassing because he loved it because you know he was like i'm gonna let him get away with this because that night he like went to bed and was just like oh my fucking god shane that dumb idiot i <laughs> <laughs> wanted to impress him so bad i told him i did a wheelie off a house and then i was like you know what two-story house actually yeah fucking did a wheelie off a two-story house i wish mine were cooler i think about how like <laughs> i remember like sitting my friend down when i was like 12 and being like i think i talk to animals no <laughs> yeah <laughs> i still gotta believe it no and like just sitting her down dead serious and she's just like well what do we do <laughs> and now i'm like i it what hit do me. we do it that's hit- the start of a young adult book <laughs> 
oh my god it like hit me last week while i was like doing homework <laughs> and i like shuddered with like a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh god full body shivers yeah and he's like write an apology letter to that person god damn it Oh my god! You know what's what hasn't happened to me yet, but I'm afraid will eventually happen to me. I've never had a memory of embarrassing sex stuff. <laughs> you ain't living yet. I guess <laughs> it's gonna come eventually. I blocked them out of my memory. Yeah, I think that's. There's no fucking way that you of all people are not like hit with secondhand embarrassment from a. Sex oh, I'm story. sure I've done like way embarrassing stuff. You just have a serious mental block up. Maybe it's impressive. I also think that like a lot of uh, women, especially, think it's endearing when you're a nerd. Uh, when it comes to like being romantic or whatever. And so, like, they made me feel really comfortable about it. So mm. I, ne- it didn't like lock away, and my brain was like, "Protect him from it now, but hit him with it later." You know, <laughs> and so it hasn't come at me, but I'm sure eventually I'm gonna have like some weird memory of me like pretending to have a mangina <laughs> to make a girl laugh, and then I didn't realize there's a mirror behind me, so she could just see the goat uh, or whatever. That's bad. Mm. I think of like I've had sex with a few guys who have farted during sex, and I bet that probably hits them randomly. What the fuck? Yeah, like probably around three or four. See, you ladies are so lucky because you got weird like <laughs> noises <laughs> coming out all over the place. Yeah, you could hide you, it, and you just have to like let it because you're like I don't know what that was, but whatever, <laughs> you know. This sure. is because it's par for the course yeah, for you guys. You expect it. You know what dicks don't make farting noises if there's if if noises are coming out from downstairs and you're a guy call 911 you fucking call Call the 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 motherfuckers call anyone someone needs to come and help you Mm, oh my god not good but yeah i mean uh, the point of all of this is obviously i'm sure there are lots of people who think back on that cringy stuff and either resist it and they're like no it wasn't that bad and try to like talk themselves down or let it affect them negatively. You gotta laugh at yourself. Laugh about it. Yeah, yeah. You gotta Always. laugh at yourself. You gotta scream it out. Scream it first. <laughs> That's you what have I do. To. I literally like sc- an exorcism. It's a personal exorcism. <laughs> scream job style. Scream job it out. Yeah. Oh I, my god. In public, preferably, so then other people can benefit positively. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I just get super embarrassed and scream it out, and then I laugh about it later. Yeah, for sure. That's what you gotta do. That's the fucking major keeler. Is just laugh. Mm-hmm. happiness is laughter and yeah. laughing and being around people who make you laugh yeah totally and yeah whatever it definitely just <laughs> that's a huge part of it for sure and then i think another part of being happy is the relationships you maintain oh for sure you could re- maintain toxic relationships there are people who drain you mm-hmm. you'll know they drain you you know that you know. Yeah. Don't spend time with them. No. You don't have to be mean to them. You don't have to like fuck with them. You don't even have to ghost them, but you could make an effort to be with them less. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who, listen, the, here's the thing. We're all adults. Mm-hmm. You only hang out with people you get something from. Yeah. That's something, the most important something you get from anyone should be happiness. Oh, for sure. They should make you laugh. They should tell you things that are interesting. They should make uncomfortable situations more comfortable. Mm-hmm. They should do something for you that makes the quality of your life much better. Yes. And if someone doesn't make you happy, you're using them for something else. And you mm-hmm. need to seriously ask yourself, is the thing they're giving you worth trading for happiness? The answer is no. The answer is almost always no. For sure no. Like if you're using Dan from the office for car rides, like 
and but you have to hang out with him after work and shit and he's a miserable piece of shit <laughs> like maybe you should just suck it up and spend that money on uber because your happiness is worth more than dan's shitty attitude yeah exactly you know you really prioritize your happiness here because it's the only thing that matters yeah at the end of your life you're the you're never going to remember that weekend you you made 300 extra dollars and how you paid your life insurance up for a couple extra months or whatever. I don't know. What what do adults spend money on? I don't know. I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't even know what Ta- I Taxes? Taxes? I don't know. Taxes? And so like but you will remember like you might not remember the one weekend you had a good time, but if you're focusing on your happiness, you'll be like, "Man, I was happy. Like you'll have happy memories. Mm -hmm. You'll have relationships with people you'll be remembering. Mm -hmm. Happiness is what you remember at the end of your life. Oh, for sure. There was some super sad fucking article. I remember being passed around and it was like, um, hospice nurses share, um, people's like last confessions or memories. I remember that they interviewed hospice nurses all over the world. Yes. Hundreds of them. And they all said basically the same thing. Yeah. And it was like, I, the number one thing. Number one said. thing. I wish I would have worked less and spent more time with people I cared about. Exactly. Yeah. Spending time with people you care about, doing what you love. World over. All, literally, all over the world, all different people, all different walks of life. Whether you're working every day to survive, living paycheck by ch- paycheck or less. Yeah. Or if you're thriving, a millionaire. Everyone wishes that they did more things that made them happy. Yeah. And that's like so fucking profound. I, and you know what bugs me is when people are like, oh, I, but I'm, I'm working a lot now so I can enjoy it later. Fuck you. Mm-mm. There is no later. Later is never fucking promised. Later is not promised. Mm-mm. Fuck your later forever. Nope. Especially if you're a person with kids or whatever, like they need you now. Yeah. Fuck your later. Fuck their college education. Every kid in the world would trade a college education to spend time with their parents when they were alive. Mm-hmm. If you possibly could die mm-hmm. or like, I don't know. It just, it blows my mind that people aren't concentrating on now. Be it's mindful of the future, but not at the expense of the present. Who said that? Uh, who did say Qui-Gon that? Qui-Gon Jinn said that. Oh my God, <laughs> that's why. It's so fucking true though. No, it's really true. It's like the realest fucking thing because like if you're in that mindset, you're never going to stop. No, that's the thing. Everyone always is like one more year, one more thing. Oh, I got to buy a house. Now I got to buy a boat. It never stops. Mm-hmm. You're never going to not want more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's silly. Fuck your house. You don't get to take it with you when you die. And your family would rather see you in a hovel than not see you in a house. Yeah. Your friends would rather have good memories with you than know you're comfortable. Fuck your comfort. Yeah. Comfort is bullshit. Yeah. It's an illusion. It's not real. Mm -hmm. Fuck comfort. Enjoy yourself. Yep. You know, and I know that a lot of people are like, oh, can you enjoy yourself if you're uncomfortable? Yes, you can for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Comfort is the enemy of joy. Like Mm -hmm. everyone's obsessed with comfort. If you spent less time worrying about comfort and more time worrying about being with people you love and doing things you care about, you would be better off. Mm -hmm. Because comfort is like people think, oh, I need a new refrigerator. I need a better TV. I need better furniture. I need a comfier house. I need better clothes. Better clothes. Like Unless, I mean, and I think actually dressing the way you want is a huge part of being happy. Oh, for sure. But like to be obsessed with the idea of comfort 
over happiness is insane. Yeah. Those things are not synonymous and it's a mistake to think they are. It's crazy. Well, it's like the grass is always greener on the other side. If you put your happiness in irrelevant shit, like it's pointless. Yeah, yeah. If you know you, what I mean? Yeah. If you it, basically, it's the old adage: material things don't make you happy. Mm-hmm. But that's a lie. It's silly because the real truth is material things do make you happy if they facilitate experience. Yeah, if you're passionate about gaming and you need to spend a thousand dollars on a new monitor. Exactly. Fucking do it. Get that monitor. But like there, there's the thing is you might've prioritized having a nice car that you don't need. Mm-hmm. Now you don't have money for your monitor. Drive a shitty car, dude. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Use that money for things that make you happy. That's mm-hmm. the point. That is the That's point it. for so sure. So you think, Oh, I need heated seats are going to make you comfortable, but are they going to make you happy? Mm. sometimes sometimes <laughs> noel's passionate about them i'm seats. so passionate about heated seats but no i completely agree i think like people always say oh the richest person on in the world isn't the happiest person it's usually the poorest man you know because like that rich person is spending all their money making other people happy. They're buying a yacht for their friends and they're getting 10 cars to show off for people. It's not really for them. It's the guy who has no money, who is just like his pure happiness and joy comes from his family and friends and good times and doing things that he loves. Doing things that you care about with Mm -hmm. people you care about. Exactly. Yeah. Real relationships and real passion. And so, I mean... I don't know. Are we? I don't know if we're repeating ourselves or we're giving good information. I feel like we are doing both. Okay, we're it's, the worst. We we are the worst. It's so it's such a tough. Isn't it crazy? How difficult it is to explain the thing that is the meaning of life. In my yeah, opinion, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could sit here and <laughs> we could make an episode about being depressed, right? And it came so easy. Yeah. But trying to explain, you know what? That's the problem. That's the problem I just had in my brain. De- being depressed and sad is universal. Happiness is individual. Different totally. things make people happy. What yeah. makes me happy isn't the same thing that makes you happy, clearly. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do surgeries on people. No. I do. Fucking super creepy. <laughs> so, like, I think that's why it's hard to explain. I think it's like the gist of it is do what makes you happy that doesn't hurt people. Fucking Ted Bundy. But, and, like, focus on that. Because that's all you have at the end of the day. Yeah. And it's funny because happiness isn't defined as like a solid feeling. It's not like, let's say you draw a circle and you write happiness in that circle. You don't just black out the circle. Then there's different slices of the pie in the circle. Like happiness isn't the only emotion. Mm -hmm. Content is an emotion that exists within happiness. Mm -hmm. Um, Perplexed, Mm -hmm. you know, mystery, uh, suspense, Mm -hmm. even sadness can exist inside the spectrum of happiness. Mm -hmm. You know, all these other emotions exist within happiness to, to define happiness is just like we said in the very beginning is just when you're like genuinely happy laughing in that pure pureness isn't necessarily happy. Happy like depression encompasses all things. Yeah. It's a, it's a choice you make that is an undercurrent to all other feelings. Mm -hmm. It's the antithesis of depression and oddly enough, they can exist side by side. Yeah. And so 
you know, happiness is uh, this choice you make, and it's to live a happy life is like a philosophy that you have to follow constantly. You have to work for it. Yeah, yeah, you have to work for it. And so many people I know struggle so hard to find their happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, they they don't have purpose, or they have expectations they're not meeting or they don't pursue anything or they're stagnant or they mm-hmm. don't grow or they're with people that don't make them happy yep. and they're afraid to leave. Um, fear is definitely one thing that stops a lot of people from being happy. Oh, absolutely. Fear of leaving a person you should leave fear of leaving a job. You should leave mm-hmm. fear of what happens or fear of hurting someone else's feelings. Mm-hmm. If you tell them the truth, Fear of getting on the flight into a country you don't know. Fear of hurting yourself by telling someone else the truth. Mm-hmm. Fear of asking someone for the truth. Fear of admitting the truth to mm-hmm. yourself, you know. Um, there's so many things that could stop you. So you got to be careful there, yeah. too. Yeah. No, for sure. I think at the end of the day, people struggle with happiness because it's, it is easier to not be yeah totally that's the that's the craziest thing it, it's way it's easier. easy not to be happy so and it's a cop-out yeah you know i think uh i i feel like you said something about it like you have to go into life fighting yeah you have to fight it you have to literally put on boxing gloves and beat the shit out of life every single day yeah life is is out to hurt you mm-hmm. like the default is sadness and depression mm-hmm. and life i always imagine life as like a benevolent figure that wants you to fail yes it hates you yep it lo- it it derives joy from your pain mm-hmm. so whenever something bad happens to me i always imagine this sort of like petulant god child mm-hmm. this that's like in charge of everything and it's like so happy to watch me mm-hmm. be sad and i'm like oh by the way life get fucked i'm actually going to enjoy myself right now yep try harder next time yeah and then i imagine like getting one up on this you know godlike yeah. petulant it figure like, yeah and i feel and then and i think about that all the time and that's a crazy that's person's way to think about things but it <laughs> super works no it's 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 real because you don't fight it with actual fighting. You fight it with happiness and passion and friendships and experience. And yeah. that's how you beat it the fuck down. And, but I like, I genuinely derive like a certain amount of schadenfreude. Like when something bad happens to me and it affects me in no negative way. And I'm like, get fucked life. Nice try. Yeah. You know, yeah. Better luck next time. Yeah. Motherfucker. Catch me now, bitch. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, last year I lost my job and I was going to be really sad about it. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm f- you, nice try. Mm-hmm. Like you, th- you thought you, you thought you had me there. Didn't you? Yeah. Psych. You know? Yeah. And I, uh, it brought me great joy <laughs> for you. You just pursued comedy. I did. And look at you now. Yeah. It's been going well. Seriously. Yeah. Well, you fucking headlined the show. You headlined that show and you didn't have a job. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's true. I mean, I've been headlining more and more since then. So that's good. Like, come on yeah that's great yeah that's great it but it would have been so easy to just be depressed about it no totally i could have easily been depressed gone and found another job that i didn't want instead of struggling and making sacrifices and just letting myself be happy i could have let the stress eat me up and mm-hmm. yeah it ended up being really great it ended up being really great for my romantic relationship it ended up being really great for my friendships mm-hmm. it ended up being great in a lot of reasons yeah 
So I, I, you flip it and reverse it. Make it work for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's our fucking motto. Yeah. It's so true though. You yeah. have to on a surface level. That's what you have to do. Flip it, verse, reverse it, make it work for you. Do you know what? I have a good example of something that makes me happy that a lot of people like feel weird about doing. So sometimes I'll find a song I really like mm-hmm. and I'll just literally listen to the one song on repeat for like an hour. That's not bad. I know, but when I tell people that, they're like, what? That's so weird. I do it like, in the that's car such all a, the time. Yeah, but like, I know people who are like, I want to do that, but I don't because I like have to listen to others. I'm like, no, dude, there's no rules. Mm-mm. Just listen to that same song over and over. Yep. Where, they're like, but I don't want to wear it out. No, that's what it's for. Mm-hmm. Wear the song out. Mm-hmm. Get tired of it. Yeah. You know, listen to it as much as you can until you don't want to listen to it anymore. Use it. It's there. What's your song? Uh, I don't know. Lately, Recently. I've been listening to this weird remix of the Linkin Park song Catalyst. Sure. Yeah. Why? <laughs> super weird, right? But um, for instance, like uh, I bought old micro machines that Star Wars micro machines that were worth hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. at a yard sale for like five bucks each. Damn. And they were in new in box, and I opened them and put them together. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh. Toys, toys, are, <laughs> toys are meant to be played <laughs> with. <laughs> it's fine. I <laughs> know I tell people and they're like, oh, I can't handle it. But I just picture all of my toys in my boxes sitting above my. I know. See, <laughs> I'm the opposite. If I get a toy, no matter how old or rare it is, I'm going to open that bitch up and play with it. Fuck. See, I love it. I'm this. I'm like, uh, a, you know what? It makes you happy. That's fine. They're me- but here, that's the thing. It's like not sacred to me. It's meant to be played with. Yeah. But if fair. I thought it looked cooler in the box and I only wanted to own it to look cool, I would leave it. I'm not a okay. monster, but okay. you know, like I just think people put pressure on themselves. Do, do that stuff anyway. Don't be afraid to wear things out. You know, don't be afraid to, to, take away something sacredness or or quote unquote ruin it for yourself like go hard in the paint yeah and then when you're done with that thing look for another thing Mm -hmm. don't worry about it so much you know i don't want to wear i don't want to ruin that song for myself no way dude listen to it over and over and over again and enjoy it till you want a new one yeah that's me and peanut butter or yeah peanut butter by uh RuPaul. Oh, I thought you were song. talking about the actual condiment no. peanut butter. No, fuck peanut butter in real life. Peanut butter. What? Li- yeah. Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> the peanut butter by RuPaul is like my happy song. Okay. Like seriously, if I can be in the worst mood ever, and that song comes on, and I'm just like jiggling and gyrating, you can't stop me now. I'm too fucking stoked about it. I'll play it out. I'll even with like fucking people in the car i'll play it four times on repeat i don't give a fuck (laughs) (laughs) it's about me (laughs) (laughs) oh do you have anything you want to add about happiness um what do we have what haven't we covered we said what it was how to maintain it how it's not it is happy how happiness is happiness but it's not really happiness Mm -hmm. which is confusing of a concept but also real how happiness is perspective Mm mm-hmm 
What do you do to be- make yourself happy? What do I do to make myself happy? Um, so I I don't know. I had a tough time as a kid for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. and so we know a few. Yeah, and <laughs> so as I was growing up, and like a lot of them had nothing to do with like my home life or anything. They were just because like I was a weird fucking kid, and so growing up, I was always like, man all I fantasized about was being an adult. And so I was like, if I make it to being an adult, mm-hmm. like I didn't, I stopped like having dreams. Like I didn't care about like, like what dreams I was, at night or dreams as in goals goals. Okay. Like I stopped like caring about being a firefighter or whatever. I just wanted to be free. Okay. Of like of school of obligation of expectation of other people wanting things of me and being right to want things of me. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, once I become an adult, I'm going to do whatever I want, no matter what it is. And I'm just going to be true to myself and be happy. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, for some reason as a kid, I just, it just, it was so tumultuous and terrible that I never thought I was going to make it to that point. So when I did make it to that point, it was like I was living my dream. It's like, mm-hmm. I can wear whatever I want. I can look how I want. I could tattoo any part of my body I want. I can listen to whatever music I want. Yeah. I could eat ice cream for dinner. Mm-hmm. And like, I've been hyper aware of that my whole adult life. Mm-hmm. And so it makes me happy because I feel like I'm living my dreams every yeah, day. You broke the chains. I did. So like I made it, you know? And mm-hmm. so, um, now in my adult life, I'm always just hyper aware of like how c- cool all the like little things are. Yeah. You know, like I could drive anywhere I want. I get to stay up as late as I want. I make my own schedule. Mm-hmm. I have money. I have a home. I have people who care. Like I'm just really hyper aware of all the little things I think other people take for granted. Mm-hmm. And so I purposefully do that. Like sometimes I'll just sit and I'll think like, what if this is so a comedian named Pete Holmes explained this to me. And he kind of made it, summarized it in a way that made it so that I can relate it to other people. He said, like, imagine that life is a video game. Mm -hmm. Like, look how crazy all these graphics are. Look how amazing that someone designed all of this is. Mm -hmm. Like, someone invented all of this. You know, and then you start to look at things in a different light, like someone had to make the air so that their wind blew that way so that their hair would move mm-hmm. or like someone invented cars. And I like, I don't know. So I'm like hyper aware of all the little things. Yeah. That makes me happy most of the time. Okay. Otherwise I like shit talking. For sure. <laughs> I'm a good shit talker. Um, I don't know. I just live. Uh, I just do whatever I want all the time. Yeah. And I try to be really unapologetic about the things I like. Also, I really like giving people, I like being positive towards other people. Mm-hmm. Like uh, every day I try, like I try to give strangers compliments. Really? Genuine ones. Yeah. Like if I see someone with a shirt I like, I fucking tell them. Oh, huh, that's nice. If I see someone with good hair, I tell them. I've been doing this one. Eyebrows are really in vogue. I see the girl with good eyebrows. I tell her. Not in a oh, creepy way. You're just like. Or if I see someone with like good eyeliner, I'm like, your cat eyes on point, girl. And they're like, what? And you they're made like, their pumped. fucking year. Yeah, yeah, they like that. So it's very specific. Don't be creepy. I'm not like going up to women like, you're so beautiful. You smell really good. I love your eyes. You know, that's just like a creep. I'm not like trying to sleep with them. I'm literally giving them like Be a, genuine. Yeah. And it, I'm not telling someone with busted, you know, painted on eyebrows. They look good. Nike like, signs. They earned it. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm giving them something they earned. And so 
that makes me happy. That's nice of you. Yeah, you should do that. Spread some joy around. I will. I used to do it a lot with my job because I had to. It was how I like broke the ice with people. Oh, you worked at, when you worked at when Lush. When I worked at Lush. And then it just made me become... Um, because people can fucking tell when you're being real and when you're being rehearsed. Yeah. And so then it just made me start complimenting people genuinely, just complimenting strangers genuinely. I can't tell you, Alex, one of my best friends, I'm, I made and met at that job doing that thing. Oh, really? She walked in and I was like, you're adorable. Like you're the prettiest person I've seen. (laughs) what's your name and she's like i'm alex (laughs) and here we are years later nice be genuine i don't know i guess that's fucking that's be genuine in all things yeah always be genuine always that's really good advice to being happy because if you're genuine then you never feel like you're faking it and you never end up in a situation where you feel like you have to lie Mm -hmm. or not be yourself yeah or not be true to yourself and you'll always be and then people will really like you yeah um yeah i i don't know i try to be genuine to myself all the time and then people you know though sometimes as a guy when you're giving out compliments and stuff it can get weird yeah i think it's about your tone as well true true and surroundings if it's an inappropriate time i always wonder if everyone just thinks i want to have sex with them like guys and girls because i'm so overly nice and then i'm like (laughs) you know what they're not wrong i mean sure (laughs) let them all think it it's kind of true yeah totally (laughs) and uh i mean i wanted to talk about uh relationships and how they make you happy but i think romantic relationships and significant others is like a whole different conversation yeah i think that is a whole because your happiness doesn't hinge on them no that's that's what makes a healthy relationship yeah yeah i mean this might come as a shock to some of you but that is a fact your happiness does not hinge on the other person yeah in fact it has almost nothing to do with that other person they enhance your life they don't they they don't dictate whether you're happy or not let them enhance it don't let them hinder it if they dictate whether or not your life goes well then you're in an unhealthy relationship exactly no so yeah i was going to make that a big part of this conversation and i decided i realized that as i was thinking it and i was like huh Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Relation your romantic relationships shouldn't define whether or not you're happy as a person. You just had that fucking moment that yeah. Brett, well, we could talk about it in a different episode. I think oh, it's important. Absolutely we will. I think that is just as important, but separate. Yeah, totally. So what is something that other people hate that makes you happy before we go? <laughs> something other people hate that makes me happy. Yeah. A few things. What do you got? Just to throw some out comic books. Um, what, are, what are some like you might like fandoms. Other people dislike my you bluntness. Want me to go first? My bluntness. Oh, your, your bluntness makes you happy. My bluntness makes me happy. Sometimes you may just be being rude, though. Not never (laughs) (laughs) not never (laughs) like i used to hold my tongue so much and it made me like have a chip on my shoulder almost i will say there are a lot of women and men Mm -hmm. um it goes both ways this isn't just women but i see a lot of women doing it online especially that like that Marilyn monroe quote if you can't handle me at my worst you don't deserve me at my best and then they use that as a defense to be like what was just being real with you Mm -hmm. well you could not hold your tongue and be blunt but you could still articulate articulate your words your thoughts in such a way Mm -hmm. that makes you not a cunt yeah and so i think you're pretty good at that sometimes sometimes but like so (laughs) when people are like i just say how it is i'm too real for all these people like hey maybe 
there's a middle ground where you still say what you think and feel, but you're not like a total bitch about it. Yeah. You know? And so that's one thing for people out there listening that are like, Oh, I'm going to start saying how it is. Cause it'll make me happy. And no. like, you are correct. I want you to speak your mind, but like, don't like also use your words and don't yeah. be a rude don't piece be of a shit. bitch i'm talking about like don't walk on eggshells for the comfort of other people exactly that's what i mean i used to do that hold my tongue and be polite when i shouldn't be um so i don't do that and it pisses some people off but i'm loving it i'm my best self now because of it we're all very proud of you thanks <laughs> <laughs> um what about you uh, stuff I don't like. I mean, uh, episode one is my favorite Star Wars. Phantom Menace. Oh, okay. <laughs> Noelle's judging me. I see I'm not it. a bad guy. Okay, okay. Um, I don't, Darth I, Maul is fucking cool, and I will get with you on that. I hate when people talk shit about Darth Maul. Yeah, The Duel of Fates is like one of the, the greatest Star Wars shit. songs of all the, the Anyway, dopest. I, ag- I agree that the movie's bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the movie's not bad. I'm just saying it's my favorite one. Yeah. It has nothing. I like the transformers movies me too everyone hates them i just i they're like live action cartoons the cartoons are bad everyone yeah what do you like what did you think the movie was gonna be you know yeah it's the the cartoons are terrible Mm -hmm. you know it's just like so the movies are gonna be silly as fuck and not make sense of course yeah it's just explosions and stuff anyway if you watch it for what it is it's great um what else do i like that other people dislike i don't know (laughs) a lot of like I read a lot of historical stuff that's like dorky and people don't like, but I mean, um, a lot of people don't like my openness, uh. my willingness to talk about like, um, a lot of things like sex mm-hmm. or my, uh, or religion or politics that if people want to have those conversations, I'll have them, mm-hmm. but I'll be like very forthcoming with information about myself. And that makes some people uncomfortable. Mm, I can see that. That's what I like about you. Yeah, I'll just say whatever. I mean, like, I don't, I'm not trying to have secrets. Let's just, you know, yeah. I'm just like, let's just get it going, you know? Too if, many of them. If you want to talk about it, like, let's do it, you know? Yeah. And so um, that could bug people. I think a lot of other people really like it, though. Yeah, I like it. I get, so. But I can see how it can make other people uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Specifically people who aren't as forthcoming with themselves. That it's like you being so honest about yourself. Probably you know what's a really common them. thing that happens? I'll talk about sexuality or sex or my relationship or the way I feel about my relationship around other couples. And then it will make them later talk about things that cause arguments. And Mm. then my friend who's in that relationship, woman or the man, or even my gay friends will be like, Hey, why the fuck you got to bring that stuff up? Mm. Now we're arguing because of what you said. Oh. And I'm like, whoops, a Daisy. Sorry That's that I not... said the realness. Yeah. Sorry and... that I'm too real. <laughs> <laughs> sorry that I'm too real, too for, real you. for you. I did sign language. Everyone. Yeah, we're, we I forgot it. we were we on the radio all. for a second. Everyone missed our <laughs> hand signals of us being too real for you. Anyway, um, is fun. Yeah. So those are things I do that, you know, they make me happy, but I think other people not so much. Mm-hmm. But I hope that we made sense. I think we said some pretty profound shit sprinkled in all to that bullshit. Basically, the point of this episode, what we wanted to get across, if you've made it this far into yeah. it, is that I just wanted people to feel vindicated in whatever they're passionate about or whatever makes them happy yes and if you're not on the fence or wanting to be vindicated or needing to be vindicated i hope that 
you agreed with us Mm -hmm. and or you're inspired to pursue something you didn't want to do before. Yes. You know, if you have things you've always wanted to do, now's the time to do them, not later. Yep. Stop working extra at your job. Do the thing you wanted to do. Stop saving money. Spend it on the thing you want to do now. Yep. Stop being afraid. You can, you, you'll, you know, now is not the time to be afraid and neither is the future. Now is the time to do the thing you want to do. For sure. Absolutely. So that was the point of this. I hope everyone out there is now going to get super geeky and super freaky. Hell yeah. Tell your wife you want to get into BDSM. Do it. Tell your friends that you're way into Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, start playing guitar. Even if you're bad. Buy some golf clubs. Get way into car racing. Yep. Watch some anime. Download all the foot porn. Whatever you're about. <laughs> Live your truth. Don't buy doctor's costume and pop zits, though. Jesus Do Christ. It. No. Do it. It's so gross. Do it, you guys. It's great. There's people who are down for it. I know it. Anyway, this is the super motivational happy sode. Happy sode. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, Nope. Hail Satan, everybody. Hail, hail sa- Satan makes me happy. Satan makes me happy, too. So hail him. Hail him. Or her. Or her. Them. Good catch. It. All of it. Hail yourselves. 